Payments is an industry that has an incredibly wide moat. Throughout my career, I've, I've evolved with payments technology. The world of financial services are you know, changing quite quickly. I always knew I was going to start my own company. Welcome to InCheck with FinTech. Welcome everyone to another episode of InCheck with FinTech organized by PCN. My name is Andre van der Westezen and on the show we introduce CEOs, founders and executives from the fintech space exploring their companies, market trends and developments. Today we're talking to Marwin Forsley, the co-founder and CEO of Veeam. This next generation global payment provider enables businesses to quickly and securely send and receive payments in local currency. Welcome to the show Marwin. Thank you for having me. Great to have you on. So hailing from Canada, you studied security and options trading, followed by computer science and telecommunication innovation management. So right out the gates post-studies, you went into technology and solution delivery. So how is the industry evolving along with your steps toward founding eBillMe and later Veeam in 2014? Yeah, this is a good, uh, you know, background on how I got into payments. I I used to work for uh, a company that was in the voice over IP space that ended up uh, in Nokia. And within Nokia, uh, got exposed into figuring out how do we do payments on a mobile phone. Um, and that work actually started getting me into the foundation of how payment systems uh, function. You, you know, at the time, this is like, uh, again, back in 2011, 2012, 2013, like, like really early in uh, uh, in my career, there was a lot of exposure around, uh, even back then, what can we do with a mobile phone, which got me introduced to the world of payments and fintech. And so I, I uh, then left to, to found uh, uh, eBillMe, uh, which was focused on a very different uh, problem in the market space. That company was more focused on uh, figuring out how to shop online and pay without using your cards. That's essentially what eBillMe was about. Mm -hmm. So you found and served as the CEO of eBillMe, right? So it was a payment solution extended online banking to a merchant's checkout process, as you articulated before. So this was all in the name of fixing payment complexity, right? So what, what we were solving for is, is a setting uh, where back then uh, a lot of customers were worried about shopping online and mm. specifically using their cards uh, online. So eBillMe was a module that was created uh, similar to the way some of the payment systems run in Europe and other parts of the world, where we essentially connect the checkout to online banking. So when you go to buy, let's say you're buying shoes online, um, when you order the shoes, instead of using cards, uh, you're gonna end up um, uh, essentially logging into online banking and the payment is pushed uh, from online banking to the merchant. Uh, that's how the system works without using your card. So it was a, mm. it's a way to pull money from your bank account and deliver mm. it to the merchant without using a card instrument. Yeah, so instant EFT. Yes, yes, uh, secured by your online banking uh, presence. Yeah, yeah. So then how was the journey from founding to ultimately selling eBillMe to, to Western Union? Yeah, so I, I got into Western Union um, to essentially run um, e-commerce and strategic partnerships. 
Um, when we uh, built eBuildMe, we needed a way to scale it internationally. And Western yeah. Union was a really good platform for international exposure because they run mm. so many countries and corridors. And so we ended up being a funding uh, a method and, and running sort of payments infrastructure to westernunion.com, which give us exposure on how payment systems work around the world, not only in the US market, but generally mm. around the world. Geez, those are incredible insights. And any lasting impressions from that process? Well, you, you know, one of the things uh, you, you learn when you're doing global payments is that it's a big world with uh, many use cases, many countries, m- many uh, types of transactions, and, and you got to find uh, a collection uh, of infrastructure to actually service the various sets of use cases to make mm-hmm. it really simple for businesses to pay and get paid. And, and so that's really my... Uh, probably the biggest uh, lesson from the Western Union journey is how uh, extensive uh, are the various payment options and payment systems uh, around the world and how they all interact with each other to deliver mm. global payments. And, and that's really the premise of, of starting Veeam. That's how we got into Veeam. Yeah, so then during your time at Western Union, was there a particular moment you realized that there was an underserved market segment or was it a case of, iteration or improving or deviating on a formula you've already you know, put together and rolled out? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting to me when I was at Western Union, Western Union looking at the various payment options uh, around the world. Uh, you look at the way money moves and it crosses from a bank to a bank to a bank to a bank. And mm. all the banks in the middle essentially are gatekeepers that essentially end up collecting more fees on transactions and uh, the transaction takes more time. And so one, one of the key things that I realized when I was at Western Union that this whole market can be really simplified so that you don't have to worry about having intermediaries where the intermediary mm. is there just to collect a toll on the network. You simply uh, go directly from a bank to a bank and have infrastructure in the middle that optimizes the connections and routes based on whatever is best for the user. And also making it so that the payment experience for a global payment is very similar to a domestic payment. So for example, when you're buying coffee uh, at a shop in the morning, you don't think of how you pay, you just do it. You pull up whatever you have in your wallet, you know, bank, card, uh, you use your mobile, you just don't think it's, it's, it's habitual. Mm. You don't think of the mm. payment. When you're doing global payments, and especially when you're doing them for a business, they end up going on bank wire. And when it comes on bank wire, it, it is a really messy experience for both the payer and the payee. And so we wanted to make it so that the international experience is as simple as paying for a cup of coffee. You don't think about it. Mm. That's really one mm. of the key things that I, I, I thought quite a bit about when, you know, when I'm thinking about you know, how do we simplify payments around the world is making payments, whether it's domestic or international, it's the same experience and keep it really simple. Mm. Customer centricity is always going to be the name. Or yes, but let, let, let me edit, let me take another run at that. Customer centricity is always going to be one of the most important factors nowadays. Is having an agile solution to boot as well. So you need to listen, keep your ear to the ground, and I think that's something Veeam does incredibly well. So I took a little dive into your social media page, and I saw you guys do polls and all sorts of, you know, which credit cards your consumers use for, you know delivering a different solution, catering to that specifically. 
um, yeah. and actually came across a Father's Day post that I thought was great. So we were going to tell you a bank joke, but we lost interest. <laughs> that, that, that is... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you know, uh, you got to have fun sometimes. And, um, mm. you know, we, uh, we have a lot of bank partners that we work with and, and we spend quite a bit of time with the banks, but it's Father's Day and you want to keep it, you know, light on humor. So we, <laughs> we, uh, we had the post like that. I had a good chuckle and it was wonderfully unexpected. Um, yeah, so then you. moving along to digital adoption, right? So small to medium enterprise or businesses, different markets and regional outlooks and experiences. What's been Veeam's experience of rolling into different regions and, you know, specific roadblocks you've come across? Well, yeah, so, the, so one of the complexities of global payments is really the fact that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a duct taping of, of uh, a number of local markets, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, if you think of, 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 the, of a transaction going from U.S. to uh, Germany, for example, um, you know, that's a domestic transaction in the U.S. that crosses on correspondent banking and ends up in a domestic transaction on the euro side, so so one of the things we wanted to do is first of all simplify as much as possible the pay-in. So when we collect the payment from you in on the in the U.S. in that particular scenario, um, we basically give you a choice on how to pick up that payment. You can pay through uh, a card, a bank, a check, whatever you want. Um, we then uh, route on the other side. We find the most efficient way to send the money to Germany. And then on the payout side, we then give you a whole bunch of uh, options on how you would like to get paid. Would you like it to be received on your bank account, on a wallet, uh, on a card? Would you like it in local Mm. currency, in USD? So we give choice to the payer, we give choice to the receiver, Mm. and Mm. we optimize the routing of the payment based on whatever is the best for the user at the time of the transaction. We started PCN 12 years ago with a view to serving the fintech community from a growth perspective. Since 2008, PCN has helped household names in fintech as well as the largest global merchants grow with the best talent who have specific financial technology experience. If you are a VC with a portfolio of fintech businesses, a scale-up looking to hire the best talent, or a merchant looking to hire a head of payments or an entire payments team, get in touch today for a no-obligation consultation on how PCN can help you accomplish your hiring goals. Gee, so that sounds like a lot of customer-focused complexity to to deliver the service. So this might be a silly question, but in terms of scalability, is that that a big challenging factor at the moment? Well, I mean, one of the things about tech companies is the ability to take complexity and hide it away from the customer. And yeah. so the customer, it seems all simple and to the point and easy, but behind the scene, there's a lot of complexity. I mean, if you look at comparable systems, whether it's Stripe or Wise or, you know, even mm. in the tech world, if you're thinking about, you know, um, your iPhone or your Samsung, I mean, you know, what you see at the surface is very simple experiences behind the scene is significant amount of complexity that is essentially mm. not visible to the user. Yeah, and that would be sort of migrating between the different payment rails that that are now accessible that weren't before. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, and that goes back to 
early use of blockchain rails at veeam is is that correct yeah that that's when we first got started we used the blockchain as a way to essentially um, deliver payments real time in the emerging countries we use it quite a bit in philippines mexico brazil mm-hmm. um, you, you know the situations where uh, essentially we're crossing from for example us dollar to peso but we're crossing them on crypto and crypto is a way to go in and out to deliver the payment real time into the country and you can deliver the payment mm-hmm. 24 by 7 without uh, essentially uh, depending uh, depending on bank hours it's uh, it's a mm. live system also have significant amount of tracking built into it which is make, makes it really simple for the user to um, to to track what happens to their payment which is something we give to the to the user to all our customers but when it comes mm. to crypto and the rails that we use on the blockchain it it goes the extra mile you know exactly where that payment you can google map mm. the payment basically on that mm. system mm. incredible so the remittance is essentially not reliant on price fluctuation so you can do it essentially instantaneously like you mentioned yeah we we're not dependent on the price of any of the crypto we go in and yeah. out real time essentially mm. and we're not holding inventory we don't really watch the price we use it as a way to cross from yeah. one fiat to another fiat mm mm-hmm. And then, when it comes to cross-border trade and invoicing process, so this is considering Veeam accounts, do you guys also reform the whole letter of credit, bank issuing, all of those tedious steps and and cost factors for 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 that part of the business? Well, so you know the way the Veeam works. Basically, you have two modules to work with, two big modules. One is to pay, make payments, and you have a flexibility on choice of payments to use. And the other one is invoicing and request. There's two different processes there. One mm. on the invoice, you can create the invoice on Veeam and essentially send it out. The payer uh, clicks on a link and pays the invoice, and you're done. The other module is you already have a name voice and you request the funds. So, so in that case, you're basically writing a letter, cover letter, think of it, on an invoice that you already have. And same mm. process on the payer and the payer then pays the invoice, pays the request. Yeah, and in it's complete transparency. Setting, mm. Yeah, complete transparency to where the payment is, the point of exchange you're paying, and also it's free for the user. So the payer does not have to pay for sending the money, and the receiver does not have to pay for creating the request or creating the invoice. It's okay. part of the system. Yeah, so free so, local transfers is part of your, you know, the, the solution you deliver. Exactly. and and that's all based on the following methodology if you are a business and you're making payments locally you don't have to worry about fees for that for your local payments we make money when there's foreign exchange transactions in place or when you use advanced functionality like cards or for example mm-hmm. working capital that's mm-hmm. where we derive additional revenue other than that the basic services you know whether you're using um, you know paying through your bank through ACH or ACH equivalent or you're sending a check the basic stuff is all for free same thing when you're doing the invoicing invoicing and requests is all free yeah so it's positioning yourself as staple to the industry and serving the industry in that way yes making it, it's all about simplicity making it really simple mm. for yeah. businesses to pay and get paid and so part of the friction here is local fees and so we want to take the local fees out of the equation so that you remove one more friction in the equation. Yeah. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing in order to receive every episode as it's published. The fintech space is ever-changing, and we care about keeping you up to date with the latest happenings in this exciting space. If you wish to appear on the next episode of In Check with Fintech, please email podcast at teampcn.com. That's podcast at teampcn.com. You guys recently launched Veeam um, Local in Canada, right? Yeah, so Veeam Local in Canada is an extension of a concept that we ran in the U.S. that did very well. So we mm-hmm. ran the concept in the U.S. that if you're making transactions domestically in-country, the in-country uh, transactions, whether they're check or uh, ACH or you know wallets, they're, they're all free. The basic functionality of the system is all free. And people love that, especially during COVID where businesses are looking for ways to save money. They're all like thin margin. Um, So we wanted to extend the service to Canada and Mm -hmm. we ended up running the same model on the Canadian side in country in Canada. We obviously support cross border from US to the rest of the world, from Canada to the rest of the world. The in country service is really for domestic payments and we call it Veeam Local. Mm-hmm. And were there any interesting aspects to enter, entering the Canadian market specifically in such a localized way? So the Canadian market is, is also very interesting. It, it's a big trade center between Canada and US. We already have customers in Canada and we wanted to extend the coverage so that we get essentially a bigger flow out of the Canadian market. Uh, one of the things also about uh, Canada that's interesting, there's languages, English and French. So we uh, have the system ready in both languages. That's one of the uh, key aspects of Veeam is customized and localized to the market that we're in. And so in Canada, we have both languages supported on the platform. Mm-hmm. And in terms of integrations, that's a big selling point or a big feature set um, of Veeam as well, right? Integrating with accounting software and all the rest. We are plugged in to QuickBooks, Xero, NetSuite, Magento, Zapier, I mean, we're on a number of platforms. It's all about simplicity again. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if you are a business owner and you're, for example, using QuickBooks or Zero or one of the packages, you can do transactions from the accounting package. The data will flow into Veeam. Whatever ends up happening in Veeam, the data flows back to the accounting package. It's a two-way sync. And that mm-hmm. is something that customers really like because it's, it's doing transactions in the context of the environment they're used to. You know, if yeah. you're used to QuickBooks, for example, you do it within QuickBooks. Same thing in NetSuite, same thing on, on the other platforms that we support. We, we love that concept and we're looking for mm-hmm. partners to work with to extend that concept to other systems. Yeah, and, and anything that adds another tool but not another application is always welcome, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. You said, it, you said it well. I mean, if you're a user, you'd have to log in to so many different apps to do different functions. I mean, generally, like in markets, if you're doing payables, you use one app. If you're doing receivables, you know, you use another. If you're doing domestic, you use one vendor. If you're doing international, you use, you use another one. And we wanted to like basically simplify all this and have it streamlined into one service. You log in, you get everything you need. As you grow your business, you have different needs. The platform is there to serve you. Incredible. And now, uh, as we draw to a close, what, what's on the horizon for Veeam? Working on anything exciting? Well, one of the things we're uh, launching is, is the ability to uh, extend um, working capital 
uh, to both sides of the of the business, uh, the payer and the payee. So, for example, if you have a bill and the bill is uh, is due and and you're short uh, a little bit on cash and you would like an extension, you can mm -hmm. essentially have the bill extended over a six month period by paying later, and and mm -hmm. that. Uh, essentially integrates lending capabilities into the payment flow in a seamless, simple experience, uh, adhering to the same principles. That's it's all about simplicity. It's all about mm -hmm. delight. It's all about keeping it keep, keeping the complexity out of the system. And that's mm -hmm. the way we we designed the the overall service. And and Veeam Capital plugs into that. Incredible. That's going to service the, the SME space incredibly well. And again, not serving up more apps. To, to lead to app exhaustion, right? <laughs> the, the, uh, it's a good way of describing it. The, the less apps, the, the better, less confusion to the customer in terms of who to work with in what setting. We're, we're just really trying to streamline things so that you know, as you grow your business, you can use mm -hmm. a sync service to, to do all your payments. Wonderful. Anything else from your side, Marlon? It was wonderful having you on the show. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And thank you to our audience for tuning into this week's episode of InCheck with Fintech. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcasting platform. And we'll see you next week with a fresh installment. Thanks for listening. And we'd like to leave you with a more serious message from our partner, Free a Girl, who are dedicated to founding child prostitution and impunity all over the world. Hi, I'm Evelyn, CEO and founder of Free a Girl. Every day, two million children, especially girls, are being held captive worldwide. They are locked up and exploited in brothels, dance bars, or online, forced into sexual exploitation. Their freedom is taken away, together with their youth, family, and future. We are dedicated to fight sexual exploitation of children by rescuing these girls. Please join us, unlock their freedom and unlock your potential by becoming a business partner. Please visit freeagirl.com for more information. Thank you.